Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you season two of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. Ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. Boys are back. Baby. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is reception. Reception. The show. Uh, one of the cool features here on the website, obviously, this year, first ever for Reception Perception. Um, and I know we're hyping this up about the in-season tracking, but this is cool, man. Like, come on now. This is what people should get excited about. I know your fans love it, Matt. Yeah, man. Uh, I- I'm really enjoying doing it, too. I feel like I um, I should have been doing this a long time ago. Um, but, you know. <laughs> but life. Time doesn't always allow. But yeah, life. I know. Exactly. Uh, but got enough time to really be doing a lot of charting this year, doing a lot more just it's like I'm watching games back anyways. I might as well be putting some data together for the good folks at receptionperception.com. So uh, I've really been enjoying it. I think I'm learning a lot too. Um, do you want to talk just um, like Traylon Burks as an example yeah. of why I think this matters? Um, Absolutely. We'll talk more about it like on the next podcast. So make sure to subscribe to the show and get the podcast that's later in the week for for more guys like Chris Olave, who um, was a big win for the tracking tool this past week. There you um, go. Traylon Burks. this is what's so funny. It's so funny about Traylon Burks because I still feel like people don't get it. People don't get like, what do you mean? What people don't get that Traylon Burks is not like people still think of him because of his size and speed or not even speed, but just his size. Like, that he is, you know, AJ Brown, like he got comparisons to AJ Brown because he was big and you know, whatever. But, um, I think with Traylon Burks, like people don't realize he is going through a basically learning an entire new position. Um, I posted this on Saturday, Traylon Mm. Burks in his prospect profile reception perception sample, 80.5% of his snaps in the slot or the backfield, 84% of his snaps off the line of scrimmage through the first two weeks. And you can find this on the website and the tracking tool right now, Traylon Burks is weeks one through two in reception perception. 21.6% of his snaps in the slot or the backfield, 21.6% of his snaps off the line. That is so, it's huge. He's basically learning a new position because in college, he played this like fake receiver gadget role. And now the Titans are moving, (laughs) moving him to um, the X receiver position because that's the spot that they have vacated. And, you know, last week in week three, um, he played like a ton. He, uh, you know, he actually played like ran a route on 90% of the dropbacks. He got like a playing time promotion. The results weren't <clears> there. And of course the results aren't there, man. He's not ready to be that dude yet. Eventually it's going to come like eventually Traylon Burks will. I mean, maybe, maybe I was going to say, are you, are you confident in that? 
I'm not a no. If I'm being like super honest, I'm not a hundred percent confident in that. I'm not, or I'm not a hundred percent confident in it happening this year. But you know, so far, okay, they've kept his routes super simple. In the first two weeks, seventy nine point three percent of Traylon Burks's routes were a slant, a nine, or a curl. The only thing he does really well at this point is he gets open against zone coverage on slants and crossers. That's it. Oh, that that is it. Which, by the way, you can. I just don't think he should be out there as an X receiver. Like you could be that guy if you were like a big slot, but they don't want to play him in that role. So um, I'll believe it when I see it with Traylon Burks. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at with him as a player right now. I'm not totally encouraged by these scores, right? A 52% success rate versus man coverage, just 41% success rate versus press, um, 80% success rate versus zone. That's, that's pretty good. Um, I wouldn't say it's spectacular, but it's pretty good. But to your point, Matt, those numbers read a lot like a slot receiver. Like yeah, that's what a slot read, receiver would do. They read like Juju Smith-Schuster, mm. which I know that all of the Traylon Burks bros hated that comparison when I made it this off season. But I really think that's how he would be best utilized. Like all those plays that people love of him just running, like galloping in the open field when all the defenders are backed up in zone coverage, like, yeah, he could do a lot of good stuff there. It's just, if you're going to ask him to train, like I said, tra- a huge, huge transition going from that role he had in college to the role he's playing in the NFL now as a, as a true traditional X receiver, it's going to take time. I just think he he's like a developmental player right now. And he might have, he he's going to have moments this year. I, I, I can, I promise he will have moments, right? He's already had some moments. Um, you know, through the course of the year, just like, again, making those type of plays, but like, I don't care about his yards per route run or any of that stuff because he's not like, he's barely, he's barely (laughs) doing much right now. So I'm again, I'm just at a point where Burks is, is a developmental player. And when, when we see it, then I'll believe that he's made that transition to the X receiver spot, because it's just a lot to ask for. It's like, like I said, it, the amount of press coverage and man coverage you're going to see, it's just totally different. And those weren't his strengths as a college player. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I feel like the Titans have priced themselves into making him an X receiver. Um, the and you know the Titans have a little bit of that old school, not a little bit, a lot of, of old school tendencies, right? Like they want to establish the run, they want to do play good defense, those kind of things. But when you spend a first round pick on a wide receiver, you don't spend a first round pick on a slot receiver. Do you hear what I'm saying? When you when you draft him with like a top 20 pick or top 25 pick, I think he went 18, right? So like when you spend no, yeah. the pick no, pick number 18 on Traylon Burks, you can't justify that pick and say he's a slot receiver. You, you can't do – I mean, you, maybe you could if you had a progressive front office. That's not what they have. That's not yeah. what they have in Tennessee. To justify that pick, you got to say, we see this guy, 225 pounds or whatever it is, um, you know, six feet plus big boy. We see him as like a replacement for AJ Brown. Yeah. That's the only way you justify that pick. I think that was a bad evaluation. Like, or at least 
maybe the Titans are just fine with like Traylon learning on the job and like he's going to come around eventually. Maybe like the last four oh. weeks he's really good or something like that. Because I do think if you gave the Titans truth serum, they'd admit like we're in a little bit of a transition, right? Like yeah. they're still going to play and compete and all that stuff. And Mike Brabel is always going to have like, I think Mike Brabel's a good coach. I think he's got a great culture there. Um, yeah, great culture. But, by, the, by the way, it doesn't always sound like Mike Brabel's so thrilled about Traylon Burks, like, you know, not practicing in the offseason, all that stuff. <laughs> right. Um, even in, in season stuff like that. I, I just think they're they're bringing him along along slow because he needs to be brought along slow. But again, it's frustrating when you say say that and you look at the numbers and you and you've kind of evaluated all that stuff. And it's like we should be massacring the coaching staff in the front office because it's like, listen, when you spend a pick like number 18 on a wide receiver, put them in a position to succeed. That's yeah, not that's, what they're that's doing. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah you're that, not that, putting him a, in a spot yeah. where he can succeed right out the gates. If they did that, that's again, that's when we're talking about being a progressive uh, front office and coaching staff. I agree that I think they backed themselves into this corner um, probably because they, didn't expect to not have AJ Brown this year until they were essentially like they, they kind of priced themselves out of the AJ Brown business. Cause right. remember they traded for Robert Woods and it was like, Oh, that's a really good, like hell yeah. Woods is, and you know, I think Woods is a little dusty at this point, but that's another, yeah. that's well, another the injury too. Yeah. 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 Um, but like he was, he's a really good, like number two flanker receiver that you do the pre-snap motion, stuff like that across from a great X receiver, which would have been great if they still had AJ Brown on this roster. Um, <laughs> now they don't have they don't. that. The other <laughs> oh. guy that kind of emerged from them this off season, although he didn't play last week was that rookie receiver, Kyle Phillips, who's a pure, like he's a pure slot guy. So mm -hmm. I think they, I think I agree with you that they've backed themselves into a corner a little bit that like they have to have Traylon Burks hit as their X receiver. And he's, if he's going to play X, he's, it's just going to take, it's going to take time for him to get there. It okay. So, uh, as I mentioned, 52%, 52.6% success rate versus man, that's not good, obviously, no, not but good. we have seen guys develop according to reception perception. I look at DJ Moore, who we had talked about. He went from 52% to 72% last year. That's really good. Probably the poster child, and I think you would agree with this, Matt, is Devontae Adams, no? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I've said with Adams, like, don't bring that example up to me. I, nobody's ever going to do that ever again. Nobody, <laughs> okay, ever has, <laughs> nobody ever has done it again. Because, because Adams went from, like, the first percentile to the 99th percentile. Yeah. But I agree. DJ Moore is a really good example. DJ Moore was super raw as a route runner coming in, too. So Scott Turner and the boys, there are dozens of us, once again, there you go. Scott Turner ref on the pod. There it is. Um, they did like a lot of creative stuff with DJ Moore that I, I wish this current Panthers coaching staff would do. There you go. They did a lot of creative stuff with DJ Moore to get him in space, yak opportunities, stuff like that in his rookie year and his second year until he developed as a route runner. And then it's not happening this year, but the last couple of years he's been really, really good. So um, yeah, that's a good, that's a good example. When you talk about Traylon Burks is maybe he can eventually become that guy. And he, but even DJ Moore, like I, I think DJ Moore is a good player. I don't think he's like a, no doubt number one receiver like a you know that type of player so but that's a good example for Burks to bring up that's really what it comes down to man like if Sean McVay has taught us anything it's like you got to get these boys moving man <laughs> like yeah. don't let these corners lock you up man like don't let them have press coverage period like if you've got a guy that can make plays get that guy in motion um, that's what I would love to see. And a big boy like Traylon Burks, dude, you're getting 220 pounds moving before the snap. <laughs> Forget it. Like, yes, sign me up for that. That'd be dope. Uh, but that's obviously not what they're going to do. 
uh, in Tennessee. Uh, but who knows? Uh, maybe maybe they make some changes. Maybe maybe that'll happen. I don't know. We'll see. Um, should be a tough season for Tennessee. But hey, hey, listen, they got the job done here. Uh, week number three. Beat the Raiders. Everybody it's beats all, Raiders, apparently. I, apparently. Apparently. This whole pod, I've been like, you know, snapping on teams that all, all they're, they're just winning games. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I'm just yeah, saying, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's a The Titans got, they got blown out the week prior. So, right. um, yeah, yeah they're, they're, there'll be some moments for the Titans this year, that's for sure. All right, so there you go. All right, hey, listen, we step away here, man. I uh, hope everyone had a great week three. We're going to catch you here in a couple of days. Uh, get you prepped. For week number four, for Matt Harmon, I am James Coe. See you.